What's up, everyone? My name is Jamie Amran, your host for Nasi Lemak Podcast. Joined here today is my good friend that I'm fortunate enough to know when I was at college. His name is Izzat Jami, but we all call him Zach. He's currently working at Petronas as an internet auditor. But before that, he worked as an audit associate at Deloitte for 10 months and KPMG for one year and eight months. He completed his SSA within two years, which is rarely happened to most students because it is extremely difficult for you to finish all your papers in first attempt. He was one of the first recipients here as a Pernajus scholar to ever pass advanced performance management as an optional paper in a single attempt. Welcome, Zach. Thank you for accepting my invitations. Did I miss anything about your introduction just now? Hi, hi, hi. Thank you, thank you. Thank you for the invite. <laughs> uh, no, no, that's too much already. <laughs> <I'm glad> that... <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay, right now you are currently working as an internal auditor at Petronas. Can you tell us a little bit about your role and your day-to-day job and how many hours do you have to work on average? Okay, yeah, currently uh, I joined Petronas uh, about in July last year, yeah, during the MCO that time. So my role is uh, for internal auditor is more about uh, we uh, looking at the uh, SOP being practiced uh, within the organization or not. It's more on the operation side. Mm. And then... Uh, So it's like uh, in a way we have to know the what the company does, the businesses, what it's all about, the stakeholders, uh, to understand better uh, in looking at the implementation of the uh, SOP. Uh, by the way, the SOP is uh, the standard of procedures. And okay. then come again the question. How many hours do you have to work on average? <laughs> Okay, talking about hours, <laughs> because previously I was in uh, the big four doing uh, external audit, and then yeah. and now in 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 the commercial, uh, we call it uh, we call a, a non-practicing firm commercial, okay. and then now in commercial the hours a bit more relaxing, but not oh. to say like a nine to five job. Okay, because Being in audit, it still requires a lot of homework, which right. is like we need to read stuff, read agreements. So, again, mm-hmm. I can say like there's are extra hours lah in the at night and also during the weekends, uh, but not all the time. So can say life is better bit lah. Okay. Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> okay. Um. So at Petronas, I see you are quite active as in like you are a winner of some campaigns and you managed to have a coaching session with the CEO of Petronas Chemicals Group, Datuk Sazali, and you were also like meet some vice presidents. So I have a few questions regarding this. First, can you tell me a little sure, bit sure. Uh, background about the campaign that you won? Like how did you manage to be one of the winners? What did you do? Okay, this one is actually a funny, quite a funny story. Uh. Okay. <laughs> I call it like uh, what uh, uh, a rewarding uh, accident. <laughs> okay. Because as a new joiner in Petronas, so mm. we have to do like like other companies, we have to complete some e-modules, mm. uh, some sort of uh, onboarding uh, learning modules. Okay. So what happened was, 
I received a link to the e-modules, but then mm. it, it doesn't work. Mm -hmm. So I reported to the this this team called Petronas Leadership Center. They are the one that handling the trainings and all those. Okay. So they gave me another link. Right. Okay. Uh, they said, okay, this link, uh, if you uh, go through from this link, it should be fine. So, mm. so I open it and then it, it, it's working. And then I thought, so I thought that's uh, the modules that I have to complete. Okay. So in Petronas, wow. they prepared some modules under Harvard Managed Mentor. Okay. So this one is like a continuous uh, learning and there are some some aspect of modules inside lah. So it's like a continuous learning for the employees. Mm -hmm. And normally every year we have to do some of it. So actually, this is not the part of the onboarding modules, okay. which I assume that it is. So oh. even though it's quite a lot, uh, the, right. the, the module is about, I think about 30 something close to 40. And then because wow. I have to do my confirmation end of the year. Right. So I told myself, okay, well, what to do lah. I just complete lah. Yeah. question <clears throat> is it? Uh, no, it's a uh, 40 topics. Uh, consider wow. 40 modules. Right. Okay. okay uh, 40 okay. different topics. But mm. uh, don't ask me what's the key yeah. point or key takeaways. <laughs> I can't even remember. Any right. of those. So, <laughs> so at the same time, uh, there was a competition, some sort of campaign going on for right. employees to complete the modules they haven't complete in within in two months or something mm. and happened to be during the same period I was completing it mm. and then okay. recently I received an email saying like congratulations oh the first email I received was meeting invite with CEO of Petronas Chemicals okay so I was like oh did they send a different uh, did they send a wrong invite okay. I think they include a, a wrong ESAT or something right okay <laughs> so so I PM the the staff in charge inside the email okay. and then I, did, I, I told them like uh, is this a, a some it. technical error or something <laughs> okay. and then they said like oh uh, we will brief you later on so I was okay. like oh okay what shit is this <laughs> <laughs> and then on, after that only I received another email saying congratulations you are one of the winner and all those so I was like did I join any competition? I can't right, even remember. Right. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, so that's uh, when I know that after the briefing and all those, uh, there were campaign and competition going on. So they will select uh, three winners that complete the most of the modules in the Harvard program uh, right. to get a session with uh, senior leaders in Petronas. So oh, the leaders wow. that they mesh with me is uh, uh, Datuk Sazali Hamza from right. uh, Petronas Chemicals Group. Oh. Yeah, I had the first session recently and I think the total of uh, three sessions that I've given. Oh. And then, but then I've talked to him that he's kind of say like, uh, he's hoping if I want to consult with him uh, more than the session. So, um. but I'm not sure how, how, how it's going to work after the three sessions. So let's see. <laughs> right, right, right. So 
Um, so you have to get the questions right for each modules or you just have to complete most of the modules? Uh, there were assessment in each modules, but okay. uh, like a normal e-modules training, like it's a uh, try and error stuff. So ah. there's, there's no requirement for that. It's just a total completion, then they will count it. Wow. Okay. Okay. So uh, my my follow-up question is, how is your coaching sessions with Datuk Sazali and what did you guys talk about? Well, uh, during the first session, pretty much we uh, we were trying to get to know to each other, uh, with each other. And then most of the stuff that we talk about are pretty much about the patronas, the environment, the businesses, and about the people. So... Mm. Uh, I think, uh, yeah, it's basically the first session was mostly about that. Lah. So, uh, we haven't gone into deeper yet on the coaching part. Yeah, but just to break the ice and also basically knowing what's the businesses uh, all about and what's happening in Petronas. Lah. Mm, I see. Uh, before being an internal auditor at Petronas, you were an auditor at Deloitte and KPMG. Can you sort of tell us the difference of working, um, the difference of working experience in all these companies? Okay, sure. Uh, I wasn't long in uh, the big four, but then I can share with you guys a bit of the experience. So previously, I was in the external audit in uh, practicing firms which most people call it Big Four. Okay. So this includes uh, PwC, EY, KPMG, and Deloitte. Mm. So I was lucky enough to be in two of them. Yeah. I wish I could be in PwC. Uh, but you do <laughs> anyway, have connection though, I right? Doing... <laughs> <laughs> well, pretty much, uh, I'm just going uh, with the flow. So right. I, I'm not like uh, chasing anything. Right. So... So yeah, I was doing financial audit uh, where we like uh, independently validates the figures in the financial statements in the layman term. Mm. Uh, so these financial statements where people can uh, see it in the annual report of a public listed company. Mm. So being independent means we as a practicing firm, we are not involved in the business and the operation of the, the clients, our clients. Mm. And actually the independent covers... Uh, uh, a lot more, mm. such as the relationship and all those. Mm. But I'm not going to go deep into that. Yeah. So, the difference in uh, between external and internal audit. Uh, external, we solely looking at the uh, financial statements. Right. Uh, whatever inside the financial statements and what uh, the financial statement most rely on is uh, accounting standards. Mm. So, pretty much, it's all about the accounting and uh, more on the compliance to the accounting standards. Mm. Uh, unless uh, when you 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 will get to do some some AUP or some other projects closely related to audit, so, so you get to touch. It's agreed upon procedures. Sometimes ah, okay. client will engage you for mm. some verification work. Uh, it's a Closely to audit, but because it's not related, sometimes it's not related to financial statements. So it could be uh, an agreed upon procedures uh, assignments. I see. I see. 
So that's about in uh, in external audit and coming to internal audit, it's about the same. We are still an independent body, but then it's not body. It's like we are still independent in a way, even mm. though we work in the organization itself. This is how it works because uh, we are reporting directly to uh, board of audit committees. So that's how we are independent. And mm. then we we still uh, report to the management, but uh, administratively and also uh, we, we are not bound to in any way. Lah. I see. So uh, it's quite interesting because actually we, we also part of the organizations. Mm. So yeah. the difference in uh, internal audit is uh, we understand a lot more on the businesses of the company I because uh, uh, we looking at the uh, not just compliance uh, we looking also at the performance uh, mm. it, it varies uh, it depends on the audit objective uh, this one is uh, set earlier like during the planning mm. so the approach will be based on the risk uh, within the company right so yeah, we covers a lot on the uh, implementation of SOPs and uh, normally it's uh, not much difference than external, but mm. the work we do covers uh, all aspects, not just in finance. So we covers operation, engineering, safety, yeah, all, all sorts. And but still, uh, normally people will look as uh, like a police lah. <laughs> right, right. Not much difference from the external audit. Right. But but we are trying to we're trying to give the some sort of what do we call it? Nice impressions that uh, I'm not a police. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We try to create the impression that uh, internal audit is actually a business partner. We work right. together with the. Um, organization, the management okay. and operation to, to find a better solution in, in achieving the objective, the wow. organization objective. Right. So yeah, that's about it. Nice. Okay, how does this experience shape who you are right now? Well, I hope whatever <laughs> shape I've become, it will be something that <laughs> could contribute to, to my religion, to the country and community. Pretty uh, much, I can say that as a as a charter accountant, I now I possess uh, some relevant skill set uh, to to create a demand in the corporate world. Right. And but still, I'm I'm learning day by uh, day by day to always uh, fill the knowledge gap. And right. uh, the keyword is always uh, test for knowledge. Uh. Right. Um, if someone wants to become an auditor, what is your advice to them? <laughs> I would say follow follow whatever your heart says. And uh -huh. even if you are not sure, uh, just follow the flow. Nowadays, uh, you can be very selective. Uh -huh. But even... At first, uh, I never trust this uh, follow your passion. Yeah. But then eventually, I, I learn it in, in my own ways. Uh -huh. So that works as well. But oh. then if you are not sure what your passion is going to be, so don't afraid to try something new. Uh -huh. So that's what I did. Yeah, uh -huh. I got the offer uh, earlier when I was studying. 
uh, uh. with KPMG. So that's why I'm just uh, okay. Why not audit? Okay, I'll just do it. <laughs> right. Okay. Uh, two years ago, you met uh, Tone Doctor Mahadi, and you were in a meeting with him. Can you tell us how did you manage to get to see him, and what do you think of him personally? Okay. Um, I was. I'm an alumni of uh, Yayasan Peraju uh, Scholar. So, right. uh, Yayasan Peraju is a product uh, created, founded by the our previous Prime Minister, Datuk Sri Najib. Mm. So, we all know what happened in 2018, which is the uh, general election. Right. So, this is the first time that Uh, we have a transition in the ruling government. Uh, okay. So, so you know, like political stuff, like right. uh, this, uh, all the the policies and all the works done by the previous government uh, will be at stakes when I the see. government change. Right. So what happened was, uh, Penaraju is trying to prove that uh, the objective is just to elevate. Uh, the the standards of uh, uh, Bumi Putra and also in terms of the education and also the professional uh, percentage right. among uh, the the societies. So mm. what happened was this: uh, they choose some of the uh, I won't say like top scholars lah, but just uh, uh, some scholars that. Has been working in the corporate, right? Uh, and to to show them that uh, we are the products, we are the end results. Wow. So whatever the the program is, it's working. I so, see. but but we had some discussions on the future of the countries and also some some financials. Uh, some financial discussion and also mm. the economies moving forward because they were they were all finance professional but mm. from different background not just SCCA mm. but there were ICAW CFAs yeah oh. so yeah it was a once in a lifetime opportunity to Definitely get to meet <laughs> Yeah, Tun Mahade, the living legend. Yeah, and uh, I think uh, pretty much everyone knows uh, how how is he uh, like uh, personality and all those. So yeah, I, I wouldn't say much difference from whatever it is in the book or <laughs> uh, whatever it is that you read about. So it's right. it's the same. He's, he is a he is someone great. The right. way he thinks is uh, really amaze everyone. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's all. Uh, pretty much, I would say. All right. So one of the pictures uh, on Instagram that I see, you won an IFG 2019 competition. I think IFG is an accounting firm sport event that they do it annually. Can you tell me a little bit about the experience? What um, exactly that you win? Oh, that was a year ago. Uh, basically, I play chess and uh, bowling since I was in uh, high school. Oh, so okay. till now, I I still play all those, and then I joined the bowling team uh, back in Deloitte. Uh, right. 
then I managed to get into the IFG team uh, last year. So I, but I wouldn't say that I contribute to the win because I was in the uh, reserve. Uh, I was a reserve player, but the right. the team managed to win the game. Yeah, so I get to uh, enjoy the moment <laughs> and the free food, especially. Ah, nice. <laughs> Um, I see that you do so many things. You do scuba diving, you do bowling, you do chest. Uh, you join like some running, um, like marathon. I think you are good at. I think almost everything. <laughs> What are you not good at, actually? <laughs> yeah, let me correct you. Actually, I am not good at everything. <laughs> But because uh, to. Uh, to me, I believe that uh, we only live once, so that's why I believe that I should uh, do everything that uh, in my capacity while I'm living. Mm. So that's why I would like to to uh, do a lot, a uh, few stuff. Okay, nice. <laughs> Let's going back to when you were in college. Uh, you you managed to pass all SSA papers at first attempt. Um, for brief descriptions for anyone who's listening to this, SSA papers to pass at first attempts for all papers is extremely difficult. Most people took like three years or four years or more than that. And Zach managed to pass all SSA papers at first attempt, and he managed to do it within two years. On top of that, he managed to pass OBU degree. Um, can you tell us uh, how did you study? Like how did you manage to do it? I would say that my way of study is not the best, but then I'll try to keep myself in the the college library where I could be at least half focused right. <laughs> to 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 <clears throat> to catch up with all the syllabus and all those. Mm. Uh, because yeah, I'm I won't say that I'm very uh, disciplined type. I'm mm. still struggling to to get that right. So mm. at least the 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 best I can do is to to keep myself in the library lah to to make sure I manage to finish all the syllabus. And then uh, uh, this professional papers is something new uh, for me at that time. So uh, pretty much it it takes a lot of uh, commitment. So Uh, I was never uh, like that in person mm. previously. <laughs> right. I'm the type that that kind of kind of study smart, but then yeah, this time it's it's all about the effort. So you don't want to screw it uh, the first time. So you try your best, and alhamdulillah lah, uh, mm. all the attempts I managed to pass it at one go. I see. Nice. Uh, you got a scholarship from Penraju to study ACCA. And then now you are an interviewer for people that apply for these scholarships. How did you get to know about first? How did you get to know about Yasan Penaraju scholarship? And can you tell us the interviewing experience? Okay. Um, so I started my tertiary education at uh, Asia Pacific University. At that time, uh, I was doing diploma mm. under the funding of uh, under Mara funding. I see. So, it was a two years program, mm. and then uh, back in 2015, when the the time I completed my diploma, uh, Mara was unable to uh, 
sign a new agreement uh, with the students for uh, any further education mm. uh, in okay. in in a, in the private university at that time so that forced me to to join the like uh, career life uh, a bit earlier so i was working as account executive uh, at that time mm. so what happened was after a few months i feel like uh, there are more potential in me that uh, i can achieve and mm. then so i believe like i need to do something about mm. it mm. so back in uh, asia pacific university There was also this uh, yes, Ampeniraju program for SPM leavers, uh, mm. where you get to do foundation and also degree program. Right. But I, ne- I never heard about uh, any sponsorship for uh, diploma leavers. Right. So what happened was I was kind of desperate to find uh, funding to to further my education. I want mm. I wasn't. I was never thinking about doing SCCA or any of the professional paper. At least, ah, uh, Sima lah. That time, I was I wanted to do Sima, but then, ah, uh, I was trying to save save up to to pay for Sima, and then I could help myself. I tried to call ah uh, Sam Penaraju, mm. so I asked them whether they they offer any. Program for diploma holders, mm. and fortunately, they said they have. And currently, they were recruiting SCCA students. Wow. Okay. So without thinking much, I was I straight away uh, sign up for the the thing, and then uh, went for the interview. Mm. And alhamdulillah, I managed to get in. And after six months working, I'm back in the, uh, back in studying. Right, right. And then, yeah, the, the opportunity that I get after I finish studies, uh, I get to interview the new candidate. Yeah. So. <laughs> must be nice, man. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, pretty much because you you. That uh once, you were sitting at that that. Chair and then now you're sitting at the opposite chair. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's it, it's it was exciting and then, uh, but yeah. Anyway, we carry the responsibility to 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 give the opportunity to uh, new students to further their education and further their aspiration. So yeah, yeah basically it's a. Uh, It's you... a more to get to know people kind of experience. I see. So yeah, did you also me. be part of the um, committee where you can decide whether that person will get a scholarship or not? Uh, on that one is of course uh, with the management, but my part was only to ensure that uh, whether they pass the interview or not. Uh, uh, because today there are two stages where they have to sit for exams with some uh, on some basics financial and accounting uh, questions mathematics and english so that one we are not uh, charge of not in charge of it because that mm. one is under the college that is recruiting the students right so we are only there to to make sure whether they can pass the interviews or not 
I see. So um, what did you look at the quality to pass the interview? Uh, I think it depends on the interviewer. But for me, I always looking for the will or what we people call is uh, the, the grit. Right. So pretty much I'll take the opportunity to listen first uh, to the person on the background to understand uh, where they come from and what's uh, their life all about and also why they are there in front of me. Wow. So okay. the, the decision will always depends on the way they answers. Right. So let's say if that person um, answer your question, but then his English is below average. Would that sort of affect um, his uh, passing rate? The best part about knowing people and interviewing people is that you get to know a bit of their characteristic. Mm -hmm. So it's okay if uh, they are not perfect, even I consider myself it's not perfect. And mm -hmm. everyone start from bottom. So I would say that as long as I see the, the effort uh, in the candidates, so and what what they have is uh, pretty much can survive the whole program, then I would mm. say that uh, they can go through it. I see, I see. Um, can you tell us a bit of activities that you do, that you join at college? Back in college, I was active in Taekwondo. Mm. So I joined competition and all those. The rest of it, uh, pretty much uh, just uh, evening sports, things like that. Mm. All right, so can you tell us a little bit uh, background of your family and also when you were in childhood and when you were in high school? Do you always been a, an A-plus student, always top scorer? Because you are definitely, with no doubt, you are top scorer in, in SCCA uh, because you managed to pass everything on first attempt. Uh, were you always been a top scorer when you were in high school and also primary school? <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> I come from a humble family. My dad uh, was in AV and currently a retiree. Mm. And my mom uh, used to be a housewife. Mm. <laughs> and then, but currently uh, she's doing uh, some small catering at school canteen. And about, about myself, I wouldn't say that killer. Back then, I was a, a straight A student, kind of top student at school in primary uh, UPSR and PMR. Yeah, it stopped as PMR because what <laughs> happened was the, the, the influence get getting bigger and bigger. All right. <laughs> so you get yeah you get uh, stray away a bit from the the whatever you've been good at, right. but I never regret it. <laughs> Right. Because uh, my my life was, uh, I spent a lot of time with my friends. So what happened was when my friends, my circles are getting into some things, you know, like naughty stuff and all those, right? So right. of course, I'll be there for them. <laughs> yeah. So with that, 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 that exposure, the life experience, so uh, I was off track a bit, but mm -hmm. still can manage. Yeah, I didn't get a straight A for SPM, but uh, at least I managed to get what I need and also get to do what, uh, what I want to do. Lah. 
basically. Not not entirely, but can say I'm I'm happy now. <laughs> I see. That's good. That's good. It's a good ending story. <laughs> uh, for anyone who look up at you as a role model, what is your advice to them? I would say that just take the good ones, <laughs> leave the bad ones. <laughs> just the good ones. I see. All right. Uh, what do you because you you have a lot of achievements in your life? Um, what do you generally think about success? Like, how do you define success? <clears throat> well, if you ask me five years ago, I'll say success is having a good position, big houses, fancy cars. Right. But if you ask me now, I'll I'll say success is something like you are continuously trying to be a better version of yourself in mm. every aspect and then find happiness in it. Wow. So you don't have to be perfect. Humans are not perfect. Right, right. But try to be some someone better. Not better right. than anyone, just yourself. Yeah. So you, you don't compare yourself with anyone, just compare yourself with your yesterday self. Is it? Yep. Yep, correct. <laughs> how how do you see yourself in the next five to ten years? Well, this one is uh a bit similar to the to my answer previously. Right. I hope that whoever I I am in the next uh, five to ten years, I I'm doing something good <laughs> right. to my religion, to the country and community. Uh, But of course, in a job interview, I wouldn't answer the same. <laughs> <laughs> I still have a target, and then I'll just work on it. And right. I'll say whatever it is, just put your trust, uh, put your trust in God. Wow. I see that that's really good. Um, do you have a role model in your life? Uh, well, unfortunately, I never feel like having anyone as a role model. <laughs> right. <laughs> Quite <laughs> not right. <laughs> Because uh, to that, me, yeah, yeah, to me, I believe that we are on our own. Uh, train going to probably the same destination, mm. but we are not taking the same route. So right. each and every one of us has our own route and our own story. Mm. And which junction you take next is depends on your current action. So I would say that uh, I'll just uh, have myself as a role model. <laughs> right, right. That's still a good, a good, a good thing. <laughs> So I think we already reached out to the end of the session. Usually I will ask this to every guest that I invited. Do you have any book that you read or that you recommend people to read? Well, I'm not a, really a reader, but I uh, just started trying to read some books. And I yeah. personally have you as an example because <laughs> I look at you, you read so many books. <laughs> so I'll think, uh, oh, it's... It's good actually to to read uh, some books. Uh, previously, I read about uh, Rich Dad Poor Dad mm. by uh, Robert Kiyosaki. Richard T. Uh, Robert Robert, Robert T. Kiyosaki. Yeah. yeah, to me, it's uh, it's important for financial literature because uh, right. this is something that is not being taught at at school or our normal typical education. So yeah. I think this is uh, good to read. And right. currently, I'm reading uh, Seven Habits of Highly 
successful people, uh, uh, highly effective people, which right. I haven't finished it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, all right. Um, thank you for uh, accepting my invitation. Thank you for coming over uh, as a guest uh, on my podcast. So for any listeners who's listening to this podcast, please follow this podcast um, on Spotify, Nasi Lemak Podcast. And also please follow me on Twitter at Shami Ambran underscore. Thank you very much. Have a nice day. Bye-bye. All right. Thank you for the invite. <laughs> All right.